0: Welcome to the inaugural episode of the podcast of us. The purpose of this podcast is to fill you in on a lot of stuff that you may have missed throughout the game. And I know that plenty of people have already reviewed this game, but the hour that they typically take is not nearly enough to cover what this game is actually all about. I know that many of us have already played this game and already know the story and that this podcast is a bit late. But I hope that we can fill you in on a bunch of things that you might have missed, some fan theories, and of course on some upcoming part 2 things. But that will all be as things happen, I'm not going to go ahead and do an entire episode on the small amount of information that we already have. I do expect that part 2 will probably be released in 2018 for a few reasons. Main one being that it is 5 years in game that has passed, and 5 years from the release of the original game would be 2018. So I would like to think that they would line that up. So this podcast will obviously be filled with a lot of spoilers. So if you are still planning on playing this game and have not yet beaten it and would like to keep a little mystery to it, then I suggest that you tune out. For our first episode, we are going to be covering the prologue of the first game. The way we are going to go through all the information of the game, uh, the DLC and the comics will be in chronological order. So it's going to go through the prologue, American Dreams, Left Behind, and then finally the rest of the first game. Hopefully by the time that we make it through all of that, we will know a bit more about part two, and then we can actually talk about that. Though if stuff does come up along the way, perhaps like an E3 or something, we will talk about it then as well, briefly through part of that episode. The prologue is one of my favorite parts of the game, there are just so many little details that you can find that connect later in the game. A lot of the major connecting items I will cover later in the main story episodes, but I will point them out in this episode as well. The reason I love the prologue is that when finding all of these little extra details it invokes so much more emotion in this little section of the game. It has many funny aspects as I'm sure many of you remember, but when you look at the foreshadowing it just makes him so much more sad. So the prologue begins on September 26, 2013, with Sarah asleep on the couch and Joel just coming home. Sarah had stayed up all night to give Joel his birthday present, when Sarah finally gives Joel the watch for his birthday, he asks how Sarah could afford it, and she jokes that she was selling drugs. I love that he jokes back with her asking her to help pay for the mortgage I think it just shows that they have such a great relationship despite Joel being a single father. Another great foreshadowing is that Joel immediately jokes that the watch does not work and I think it's just so great because later in the game Ellie points out to Joel that the watch is broken at which that point it actually is yet Joel still wears it as a reminder of Sarah. Anyway, Sarah falls asleep on the couch with Joel, and he watches TV until about 1:30 in the morning, at which point he tells her goodnight, baby girl, after putting her into bed. Many of you may have noticed that Joel calls Sarah baby girl, just as he eventually calls Ellie baby girl as well. And I just think it shows like so much that he has kind of taken Ellie under himself as a daughter. Sarah wakes up about half hour later to a phone call from Uncle Tommy and begins to look for Joel. Now this is the perfect time to go ahead and explore all the little details that are lying around the house. And I'm going to go ahead and upload a video to our website, thepodcastofus.com, and our YouTube channel, The Podcast of Us, showing all of these details if you'd like to see them for yourselves. So the first room that you get the chance to explore is going to be Sarah's room. There's quite a few little details that you can find in this room. The first one I will mention is if you get the right angle on the PS4 using the photo mode, you can look at her honor certificate that is on her wall and you'll see that their last name is Miller. Now, Neil Druckmann has come out and said that that isn't canon. I mean it's up to you to decide if you want to believe it is or not. It did come out with their last names also in I believe the Japanese booklets for the game. There's also a couple other little details. On uh, Sarah's Wall you can find a Dawn of the Wolf poster which you may remember from later in the game as well. There is also the picture that Tommy later tries to give to Joel and he turns it down in which Ellie finally does give it back to him is on Sarah's wall among a few other ones on Sarah's dresser you can find the birthday card that she was supposed to give to Joel but forgot to if you read it it says let's see you're never around you hate the music I'm into practically despise the movies I like and yet somehow you still manage to be the best dad every year how do you do that And it's got a pretty funny little picture of a dinosaur on it as well. On multiple bookshelves in the house, you will notice copies of The Turning. I don't know if they are books or games, but this is the arcade game that both Ellie and Riley play in Left Behind, well, pretend to play, and the one that Ellie talks about later in the main story. Something many of you may not know about is that The Turning was also a game that Neil Druckmann had pitched to Naughty Dog before. The game would have been a comic book style game in which you played as an ex-con who had lost his daughter, just as Joel had lost Sarah, and wants to redeem himself by helping save a teenage girl. But this failed to be greenlit. Druckmann's original plans for the game were that you were going to be playing as a cop protecting a young girl, and then as the cop's heart condition acted up, you would switch and control the girl, who would temporarily become the protector of the cop. It was to the end with the cop getting bitten and the girl having to shoot him. Another failed version was a game they were working on called Mankind, which was similar to The Last of Us, only the virus only affected women, leaving Ellie as the first known immune female. Obviously, this failed and never got greenlit as well. And the reason that they believe it failed was it was a misogynistic idea. And from what I understand, a lot of the female workers at Naughty Dog did not like it. I am glad that a lot of these games did not get greenlit because we would not have had all these items molded into the perfect game that we all know and love. You will also notice multiple books, CDs, and I believe a poster for a band The Bash, which many people have pointed out might be a reference to the band The Clash. Now another possibly sad or just a great connector between Sarah and Ellie. As you'll notice in the corner of Sarah's room there is a plush giraffe. Once you have finished exploring Sarah's room you can make your way to the bathroom at which point you'll find a newspaper stating that the infection was caused by contaminated crops and that a crazed woman had killed her husband and three others you can look around the hallway but really all you're gonna find is some artwork and a few books on construction but after that go ahead and make your way into Joel's room and you'll notice on the TV is a news reporter talking about a gas leak at which point there's an explosion and you can also see that explosion out the window. One of my favorite little details of the prologue you can actually find inside Joel's room is you'll notice he owns in his room at least, multiple copies of Don of the Wolf. Now there are more copies in the house, but none are located in Sarah's room. So I think that he might have been the real fan. As you make your way downstairs, you'll notice emergency service lights going by the window. You can explore the living room. You're not gonna find much more new stuff. I believe there's a bookcase. You're gonna see more Don of the Wolf, along with a few other books that you'll recognize the titles from, from both Sarah's and Joel's rooms. Nothing that I got a reference from. Another thing you'll notice through the house is they are clearly a family that loves music. I believe there's a guitar in Sarah's room, one in Joel's room, and there's a few other musical items lying around the house. After you have explored the living room, like I said, there's not too much to the living room. You will see Joel's phone light up and vibrate on the counter in the kitchen and you'll notice there's been multiple calls and text messages from tommy and he is now out of service also if you look at joel's phone the background of it is a winter scene he also has a painting above his bed that is a similar scene it kind of reminds me of the winter section later in the game as you play as ellie it may supposed to be connected to that but it could just be a coincidence it's something i noticed and it was nice There are a few notes on the refrigerator that you can read. One of them shows the name of Sarah's soccer team, The Defenders. And as you may have noticed up in her room, there are quite a few soccer posters and pictures of her. As you're finished up in the kitchen, you're going to make your way towards Joel's study. If you notice on the right hand side, after hearing a dog squeal as it's been hurt, you'll see that the tire swing is now moving around quite a bit as if something had bumped into it. You can sit there if you want and watch it and it will eventually stop swinging and then make your way into Joel's study. Right then Joel bursts through the door, covered in blood and quite distraught. After a bit of talking, your neighbor Jimmy bursts through the door attacking Joel and Joel seems to struggle to kill him which is kind of strange later in the game as the main part that you know him, he has no problem killing. I just think this part shows a nice transformation of the character as he once was a normal person and then he's kind of become crass later on in the game. Moments later, Tommy pulls up. Joel, Tommy, and Sarah all get in the vehicle and try to work out a way to get away from the city, but everything seems to kind of just push them right back into town. During this portion is the first of the infected that you will see. You can notice that most of them clearly just escaped from a hospital. Once in town, you get into a car wreck that ends up hurting Sarah. Joel ends up having to carry her as they run through the streets. I did notice while running through the streets that there isn't really many kind of hidden gems, like as I noticed with the books and everything in the house. But I did also spot something with a theater. I will talk about that in a later episode though. So if you want to go back and try to figure it out yourselves, that's awesome but you're going to have to wait till later in the game for me to cover it. After running through the crowd you have to make your way to a bar and at this point you get split up from Tommy as he holds a door so that Sarah and Joel can escape. You end up running towards the highway at which point a soldier saves you from a few infected that were chasing you and now as many of you know this is definitely the saddest part of the game. The soldier gets orders to kill Joel and Sarah. Joel attempts to turn away and shield Sarah as the soldier fires. Tommy does kill the soldier, but then you will notice that Sarah was shot in the stomach. Joel begins to cry and hold Sarah as she is inevitably about to die. And of course, Sarah does die in Joel's arms. So this is all that we're going to be covering for this first episode of the podcast of us. The next episode is going to cover American Dreams and the portions of Left Behind that precede the main game. The second sections of Left Behind will be covered later in the show. Just so you all know, we are looking for guest hosts, so if you'd like to host an episode, please shoot us an email on our site, thepodcastofus.com, or message one of the moderators on our subreddit, rthepodcastofus. We would also like people to submit fan art to our site, so if you have something that you'd like featured, please send it in. And if there's something that we said incorrectly or something we missed, please let us know and we will go back and correct it. I would like to thank you all again for listening to the first episode of the podcast of us.